0: Welcome to Ultimate Fighting Insight. I'm Ryan and this is episode 3. Um, so first thing I'd like to talk about is Chris Dawkins versus Derek Lewis. Um, so the fight started off the way Derek Lewis usually starts off. It's slow, kind of, you know, feeling him out, waiting for his chance. Uh, Chris Daukis was just staying on the outside. He also wasn't really throwing much. Uh, he seemed a little gun shy. Um, but once Derek Lewis at the end of the first round... Uh decided to close that distance and land his shots. It was game over from there. Once Chris Dawkins was in range of Derek Lewis's power shots, it was game over. Um absolutely destroyed Chris Dawkins. Um I kinda wish that fight went on longer, but it is what it is. Like I said before, it came down to whoever can implement their game plan. Derek Lewis got it done quite quickly. Uh so good on him. Uh, What's next for Derek Lewis, though? I'd say it's probably a title shot. Um, If it's not a title shot, then definitely another top five contender. Um, Curtis Blades really isn't in the picture for that anymore, considering he's already beaten him twice. Um, Stipe Miocic could could be a potential fight for Derek Lewis in the future, Um, but... Derek Lewis has already beaten Volkov once, which, you know, that fight could happen. And like I've already said, Blades, he's already beaten twice, and then he's just got to fight Stipe. But first, um, you know, we got to see who wins the Francis and Surreal fight. If Francis wins, then we're looking at Derek Lewis versus Francis too, uh, considering Derek Lewis already has a win over Francis Ngannou, who's, you know, the most boring fight in history but I feel like the second fight would be a lot different. Um, but if surreal wins, I doubt Derek Lewis would get the immediate title shot. Maybe he'll have to fight Stepe to see who fights next, or he'll have to wait in line behind Stipe. Maybe Stepe will go after Gunn. But you never know. It could be a close fight between Ngannou and Gunn, and they might do a rematch regardless of the winner. Uh, so I think that's the standpoint on Derek Lewis right now. For Chris Daukus, though, you know, he might be able to fight up again, but I don't think he'll fight as far as number three in the rankings. Maybe Alexander Volkov or Um Or maybe even if he has to fight down, then it looks like Tom Aspinall is in that position, which that should be a crazy fight. You know, two of the top prospects of the heavyweight division going after each other early on. I think that'll make for a great contest. Now for the co-main event, uh, Stephen Thompson versus Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad, he didn't dominated Stephen Thompson on the ground. Uh, I thought Stephen Thompson's speed and striking would be a bit too much for Bilal, but Bilal proved otherwise. And, uh, you know, it was a great fight for him. Uh, that moves him up a lot. Um, so what's next for Bilal? Could be potentially Vicente Luque or Leon Edwards, maybe even Masvidal, um, or even Gilbert Burns. You know, all those top five guys are open for him. Um, but I don't really see him... Uh, I don't see UFC putting Vicente Luque and Bilal together, though, because Vicente's already been in the top bit for a while uh, compared to Bilal. So I feel like Vicente would probably get one of the top three guys first and Bilal somewhere around him but that's what I think is next for Bilal and for Stephen Thompson um, you know now that he's down out of the top 5 it begs the question whether he can get back up there whether or not he can get back to that title shot picture uh, if he had beaten Bilal then maybe he could have gotten back after a title shot after another win but uh, it looks like he's gonna have to do some work, you know, maybe a Neil Magny fight, Sean Brady, or, uh, you know, maybe Masvidal, you know, have another, have a rematch with Masvidal. Um, but yeah, that's what I see for Steven Thompson next. Now for the other fights that night, uh, we had Cub Swanson versus Darren Elkins. Uh, Cub Swanson was absolutely on point. is striking. His uh, his range, his defense was all right. Uh, yeah. he had his hands pretty low, but I mean that didn't really pose a problem considering he, you know, he absolutely destroyed Darren. Like, picked him apart. His combos were as crisp as I've ever seen them. Um, and you know, usually we see Darren Elkins survive those types of things, but man, was he rocked! He was falling all over the place when the when the ref stopped the fight was one of those oh my god why'd you stop it and then darren elkins continues to stumble and fall over it's like oh okay that's why it was it was uh it was something else uh maybe come swanson now has a chance at going back into those uh top guys again uh we'll have to see only time will tell um now Gamrat beat diego ferreira in round two by tko um ferreira verbally quitted um i Still don't know what the injury was, if it was an injury or if he was just getting beaten too much, because I did end up missing a lot of that first or a lot of that second round. Um, but that's what I got from it. Uh, Ricky Simon destroyed Asensio in the second round by knockout. Um, just a crisp, crisp uh, hook put him down, and he just beat him on the ground a little bit, and that was it. Since I was out cold, and you know it's next for a sun, cell. I don't really know you know he's been knocked out twice now within the last year and a bit, and uh we'll see what happens with him um and then Ricky Simon, now that he's ranked, you know he could possibly make a jump into that uh into that top ten very soon, maybe he'll fight Pedro Munoz, who just lost to D- to Dominic Cruz. Maybe his next fight will be even Frankie Edgar, which I think should be an amazing fight. Uh, Both are wrestlers, both are, you know, solid boxers, so this should be a good fight. Um, But yeah, Um, after all that being said though, can't forget to talk about Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul. Um, You know, I thought Tyron Woodley might have been able to do something, but he... You know, he only had that moment in round three. You know, he landed a good combo, and he could have done more with it, but he was basically constantly initiating a clinch with Jake Paul. Um, Didn't really seem like he wanted to be in there much. Uh, And then Jake Paul um, put away in the sixth round there. Like, absolutely, like, it was just a streamlined shot took him right out, he fell face first, you know, now you see it in memes all over the place, uh, Tyron Woodley, I feel like he should just retire at this point, um, if he does fight again, you know, there's a lot of things he needs to fix, uh, mentally, you know, he said he overanalyzes fights, and, you know, it stalls him, um, but good on Jake Paul, um, he looked good that night, and, uh, you know, hopefully either Tommy Fury or maybe one of the guys he called out. Uh, Jorge Masvidal and Nate Diaz will pick up the phone. Uh, or somebody that can actually do something against him, I guess. You know, Tyron Woodley, we all thought he would be the guy, but... Phew, it's hard to tell with Tyron Woodley whether or not he's going to show up now. And lately he hasn't showed up. He's just been... He's just been out of it. If he did what he did against Vicente Luque... Um, in his last fight in the UFC, there, I feel like he could have done something to Jake Paul, but he didn't come out and do any of that. He didn't use that power, really. Um, so, yeah, it was just, it was pretty disappointing as an MMA fan, but good on Jake Paul. Like I said, he's earned my respect. Um, Shocked the world. Um, a lot of people are saying it's rigged. I don't know. People are saying somebody signaled with their right wrist or something or another. But the way Woodley fell, you know he landed straight on his face, like face down, completely just out cold, uh unless he's really good at faking that stuff, and doesn't care whether or not his face hits the ground with his full weight on it, like I don't know i don't I don't think he I'm just not sure it was. I feel like that fight shouldn't have even happened after Tommy Fury pulled out. I feel like maybe they should have just waited until Tommy Fury was better or found somebody else. Because Tyron Woodley just was not the guy that night. Uh, Tyron Woodley, I feel like, fell into a lot of the mental games that Jake Paul was playing too. So, it is what it is though. Hopefully Tyron Woodley can figure out what he's doing next. And we'll either see him back in action or you know something all right thank you for listening to this episode i'll see you soon with another one bless up